Welcome to the audio of Excluded Headlines. I'm Tamara Pearson, a journalist, author and activist based here in Puebla, Mexico. This is a hard one. The tragedy of the earthquake in Syria and Turkey weighs heavy. The mainstream media has covered it because tragedies in the global south still have sensationalist appeal. The videos and photos of collapsed buildings, the footage of grieving people, the huge death toll is moving. The media will exploit this horror, but most outlets won't explain the background politics. Kurdistan, the aid contradictions when it comes to supporting Syrians in the country and refugees, or the underlying causes of poverty in the region, which inevitably leads to a higher death toll during earthquakes and suffering from collapsed infrastructure. Most of the suffering and injustice in the global south doesn't fit into a nine-second video clip. Syrians have been dealing with the many-layered horrors of war, drought and closed borders for years, but looking closely at that would involve some genuine concern for people who aren't Europeans and acknowledgement of the role of the US. The transnational is destroying forests and indigenous land here in Mexico in order to extract and sell gold have less of a sensationalist appeal for the media, and stories like that are too critical, too thought-provoking. While I work on just this article, today I continue to bring you some of the important stories about the global south that the media has overlooked. Congolese people protested the UN and East African forces. In the Congo, UN forces killed at least eight people on Tuesday while they were protesting the UN's presence. The locals had been displaced by attacks from the M23, a group backed by Rwanda which defends certain mining interests. In polls, most people, 80 to 99% of people in different regions where the UN is active as MONUSCO, didn't believe the organization would protect them. In Chile, fires continue while it goes through a mega drought. The media has covered the Chilean fires a little, though not as much as if they were taking place in the US or the UK, for example. There has been little context as to the impact and magnitude of the fires. For 14 years, central Chile has been going through a mega drought, the longest lasting drought in Latin America. An agricultural emergency has been declared in some parts of central Chile. In Magallanes, there was 8.8 millimetres of rain in November, well below its historic average of 60 millimetres. In south-central Chile, fires have been out of control for over a week now, destroying 309,000 hectares of forest. Over 20 people have died and six schools have been totally destroyed. Brazil will restart its housing program for poor families. Some 120,000 unfinished housing units that were paused during Bolsonaro's presidency will be resumed. The government will reactivate its housing program mid this month, including subsidies for home ownership. In Peru, protests continue, though the media has largely stopped covering them. Peruvians are still protesting around the country to demand that Boluarte step down. Just today, in Puno, soldiers fired on protesters and another march was held in Puno of the family members of those killing protests. Unionists marched in and joined the national strike in Ayacucho. In Loreto, construction workers mobilized and police tried to end a roadblock in Cajamarca and another in Cusco. Baluate has now been an unelected president of Peru for over 50 days. In that time, security forces have committed acts of torture, used indiscriminate force, killed protesters, used prohibited weapons, gone against the freedom of the press, and carried out arbitrary arrests. Thank you for listening. Do share or invite contacts to subscribe so that people can get a fuller picture of global events and news.